2: about this a bit on Packer right, Up, boys, but we'll get into it with the boys here. Amendsment for 2024 season, contested rate restarts. If a team kicks a ball out on the full, over the touchline, or the ball fails to travel at least 10 metres forward in an attempt to contest a restart from the goal line, 20 metre line, or halfway line, play will now restart with a play the ball 10 metres out from the line of the kick and 10 metres in from touch. Rather than with a penalty kick, the change will give more incentive for a team to attempt the short uh, kickoff or dropouts <clears throat> now last week NRL physio put up a post conspiracy theory basically saying I think that may what else would have gone into the NRL's thinking was the, uh, I guess the kick returns so to reduce the chances of head knocks because on kick returns there's an increased likelihood of a head knock uh, and then a few days later the NRL came out and confirmed the conspiracy theory that that did come into their thinking and uh, Anyway, with that that all out of the way, Roo, what do you think about the rule changes, mate?
3: Yeah, I don't love it. Uh, I think that, you know, I've always been, I've always liked short dropouts more than you guys have. We've spoken about it a bit over the last year or so. Uh, But I I still think that there needs to be a punishment for screwing up a short dropout. And at the moment, I really don't think there is. Um, You know, play the ball 10 metres out, you get your defensive line set. Uh, You know, I spoke about it last week. In a weird way, on your trial lines, I'm the easiest spot. To defend You're not on the back foot Your full back's in the front line You've got an extra defender You don't have to uh, Go back as far as well have to go back as far Communication's key You've got your markers That are closer To you Than what they usually are In the field of play So
2: well, it, also it, it, Usually it, you have one marker Instead of two So you've actually got Full back in the line And an extra
3: marker In the line It,
4: it yeah. says it all When they get a penalty On the line Kick for touch And they kick it back 15 meters from the trial yep, So Exactly right. yep.
3: So if I'm a good Footy side like Penrith I am kicking short Every day of the week Chance I get the ball back If I don't I get to defend in the best possible spot that mm. I can. So from that perspective, I don't like it. I do think, though, that off the back of this, it will be interesting. I think I'm keen to see how teams react to this. Mm. There'll be a lot more short kickoffs, which means that the configuration of where people stand to receive the ball will change, which will also create a lot of space elsewhere. And I'm keen to see how your Adam Reynolds and Nathan Cleary is these sort of guys, I think everyone's expecting them all to be short kicks all the time. I reckon they'll start to shoot for the sideline. Tell a you what, bit more as well. I'm
2: jealous. Could have got lifted up by me jocks like the uh, rugby union. <laughs> well, universe.
3: oh yeah, I could have. I could have. Yeah, that. I, will we see that? A few people suggested in the comments, and I straight away no, why? and I, st- I still don't think you will. But it's interesting. Like, why? I guess why wouldn't you? Like when you think about it,
4: I don't if, think you'd get as high as like a big tall winger leaping onto it. Would you still so, like because they're jumping off the ground?
2: Oh, I don't know. Like if you're jumping and your, your vertical leap yeah, is maybe. what like seventy five centimeters, and you're you're getting at least 75 and you're more stable. Because, like, t- you get hit yeah. by that winger, you're going to be way more you'd stable. You'd have to with you'd have
4: be tough being that bloke, getting sent up, when you? you can just blokes come from everywhere to yeah, it's tell it's you. jam,
2: yeah. You and you're just like,
3: oh. <coughs> but that's where <laughs> well. Like, do, do you start, like, do teams have, I guess you could call them, set plays for this where, you know, if you're a right footer, tends to be easy to do those kicks to the left side. Mm. Like, if I'm South Sydney and I'm doing that to the left side, do I tell Campbell Graham, hey, we've got a out"? Come over to this side, mm.
2: and then also we the do we right. do we dummy one side and quickly go the other side? Yeah. Like it's not a people are like, oh, it's a small change. I think it's
3: quite a it's, a, it's quite a, a big huge change. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I'm receiving the ball and I know they're going to go short, like I want to have key guys in those right spots. So you'll have yeah. So if you have a guy that manages to be able to do it on both sides, which there aren't too many of in league right now, you know, if if you're on a team that's lucky enough to have a right footer and a left footer. And you're setting up, and they've got their best jumpers over there, and you go to the other side. Like, I reckon there's going to be a lot of interesting things that are going to come out of this, but I don't like that there's no punishment for mm. it. I think it's got a huge potential to be a massive time waster as well, which there's no doubt whatsoever. Coaches will try and utilise that. Um, and the kickoffs, I get where the NRL is coming from, safety wise, but it just changes the fabric of the game for me, which mm. is what I hate. And the thing that shits me is that. We'll get to grand final week, and you know what the NRL is going to advertise grand final with Sam Burgess and James Graham fucking smashing each other off a of kickoff, yeah. which is what's going to frustrate me a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it. I understand why the NRL's done it, but I am at the same time
4: excited to see
3: how teams respond to it.
4: Jimmy? I don't think the I don't think it's going to have a massive impact on kickoffs. So I could be wrong, but like teams are always going to want to defend and have their opposition team on their ten or their twenty. <coughs> when they're chasing points, particularly late in games, they're going to go short anyway. So, like, there'll be impact, and it'll be more frequent, but I don't think it'll change too dramatically. It'll be all around the the line dropouts. And initially, looking at it, like, I like the positive intent from the NRL to make a change around making the game more exciting and more entertaining and more contests. Like, it's, it's a positive move in that sense. It, you know, the game is entertainment at the end of the day. But it just... Devalues skills to me so much, which I really hate. Starting with, you know, there's been a lot of talk around forced dropouts. The ability to get a forced dropout is such a difficult and such an important skill in the current game. And now you get it, and it turns into almost a 50 50 contest. Look, it might be what, 60 40 in favour of the team receiving the ball. I don't know the exact percentage. Well, just the years. to
2: further that point, grand final, it was four repeat sets to zero from Penrith. Yeah, and that's not like the difference.
4: Yeah. So it devalues that for me. It devalues, you know, rewarding the players that are good at nailing short dropouts because they're so hard to do and you should be rewarded for when... You still will be rewarded, but you're not punished, as Guru said, for when you screw it up, which really annoys me because it, it is such an important and key part of our game. I just can't believe that there's no punishment for it. I, I would have thought at the very least if they were going to do this, they'd make a seven tackle set. So they go, All right, you can go for it. You know, it's not, um, it's not going to cost you a penalty and two points and therefore it happens a lot less frequently. But you're going, you are risking giving them an extra tackle at your line. Mm. It'd only be small, but you're still being punished if you screw it up. And then for the blokes that do nail it, they're being rewarded for taking that risk and getting it. Even if it
3: was a seven-tackle set, I agree with you. Obviously, it's worse than a six-tackle set. Yeah. but Still, for me, the, the punishment doesn't equate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right. but at least to be something. It'd be something. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. Yes,
2: it's just the thing I don't like about it as well is that you know, players have built, I wouldn't say careers, but like the short kicking game now is kind of like, like yeah, okay, you can do short kicks and score tries off them, but mainly short kicking is about repeat sets. Like it really is. Like how how regularly do we really see short kicking score tries? What do you reckon? Three or four a weekend, maybe? And this is just off the top of my head. Maybe there's more. How many repeat sets do you see on a weekend? Like fucking 20, 30, maybe?
3: And like, depending on how this plays out, and if you're going up against a team that is very good at these short dropouts, could it get to the point where you're better
4: off just handing the ball over a metre out? Yeah, and, just, and jam. just jamming. into a corner. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's probably gain more advantage. Because they're going to get so good at them that, like I said, there'll be numbers out there, but if it's 60-40 whatever is now, it'll get to a point where it becomes 50-50 or whatever it might be. It could get to a point where they get so good with it that they just have your Campbell Graham or whoever the lanky dude on the team is going up and just batting back every time. It might be more that, like, it could swing in the favour of yeah. the kicking team. So I think it
3: will. Yeah, I think it will because if you're the receiving team, You've still got to have guys spread across the field in case they go long, whatever Mm. it might be. Like you'll have teams that'll be stacking an edge to try and get it. All they have to do is get a tap back, and you're on again.
2: Mm. Well, look at the grand final Broncos.
3: Yep, they scored a
4: try. Mitch Kenny scored a try. Yeah,
3: Uh, you end up winning the grand final by two points.
4: But obviously now, because they know it's coming all the time, you just station blokes there. They're going to fly through. They're going to tap it back, and then but they'll have three blokes there to cover. Obviously to cover that. Mm. Yeah.
2: So, and I just don't think. I personally don't think. That the defending team should be rewarded for being dominated, like the attacking team has dominated them, yeah. got them down into their end, and then they go, "Oh, doesn't matter, boys." Like, if repeat sets for us are almost like, "Yeah, okay, for sure." We may not land the the um, the short kickoff, but at the same time, it's just like,
3: "Yeah, okay." You know, the other thing is too with this. Like, I remember this time last year, we were sitting here going, "Hold on, the new rule is you have to defend with both feet on the try line." Mm. Just sort of forgot about it, and it never happened, and no one ever caught anything. You can't avoid this. No. Yeah. If it doesn't work in the first two weeks, there's no ignoring this. <laughs> it changes the fundamentals of the game.
2: And, and I'm actually, Timmy, I actually think that a lot more teams will kick off short off the kickoff. Yeah, because probably the same logic. Go tap it back. Well, you, you tap it back, but also like, okay, like let's say we we're speaking about this on Friday. Let's say you're playing the Panthers, and you go, "Oh, well, I don't want to give Panthers field position." Then it's like Panthers are already dominating when we kick it long
1: anyway. So why not just have us give us a chance to get the fucking yep. ball back? Um, Amy, what do you reckon, mate? Well, I I reckon uh, <laughs> saw a little tweet doing the rounds over the weekend. Um, 2015 Broncos lose grand final in Golden Point. 2016 NRL changes finals extra time format. 2023 <laughs> Brisbane lose grand final by two points after giving away drop penalty, which penalty kicked a penalty goal from 2024 NRL abolishes <laughs> drop out penalties. <laughs> National Broncos League. (laughs) That's from the Rugby League report there. I think a good point made well. What do you think? (laughs) I mean, you could
2: look at it the opposite way that, you know, we would have won those finals if the rules were brought in earlier. (laughs) So it's actually anti-Broncos and we've got the establishment against us, which is understandable. You know, we're Queensland, you know, we always know the NRL love New South Wales more than Queensland. We get it. We get it. We're just a little boy that could. We are just battling our way up there in Brisbane, just trying to make
1: ends meet. Yep. And the, the establishment is trying to hold us down. So that's the way you yep. can look at it. What well, is there another rule that you would like to see change this year? So if somehow Brisbane lose a tight one at the end of the year, we can go back to this episode, <laughs> go back to the clip and go, oh, well, can't be actually called for that one there. Yeah, or, okay. or do we wait and react again to see? How the <laughs> goes uh, look, I think that I'd have to have a think
2: about that. Okay. But we're not here to make excuses at the Broncos. Yep. We've been copping this for years, mate. Oh, so
1: he's
4: always wanted the salary cap abolished, so yeah, there's one. <laughs> I've always
1: felt sorry for you uh, Broncos fans. I don't know how you
2: do it. Mate, look, you guys can try and change rules all you want to hold us down. We'll still be the mighty Brisbane Broncos. So it's okay. It's okay. Um, hopefully Tigers can
1: actually get in the finals and look at the rules there. That's just uncalled for. It's <laughs> <laughs> not necessary at this point. Of the season. What rule would you like so they could actually make the finals? Um, every time Tigers score a try, it's worth two tries. <laughs> <laughs> Implemented as of right now. That'd be great. Um,
2: Clip that up. <laughs> <coughs> Clip it. Uh, have you got a mic, Maddie, or not? Um, yeah. So, oh, and I think as I think as well, like I am all for making the game more exciting. But I okay. So I guess the, the implication here from the NRL is we're trying to make the game more exciting. I find teams defending their line set after set exciting. It's like, what is your definition of exciting? Exciting. Mm. Their definition seems to be as many tries as possible, but that's not rugby league, like, that is not, that's touch footy. If you, wanna, if you wanna see try after try, that's touch footy. Rugby league, the thing that separates rugby league from nearly any other sport, I said this last Friday, is the toughness physically and mentally. It's like, yes, it's a skillful game. Is it as skillful as soccer? No, it's not. But the separation is you've got 17 blokes that are extremely mentally tough and physically tough there's a lot of people that are, have the ability to play rugby league or NRL, but what separates them is the NRL players just seem to be a bit more mentally tough and a bit more physically tough. And like stuff like this, the flow of the game just increases so much. I mean, I feel like, did we not learn our lesson a few years ago when we had the six again rule, Then we made and it, was, it looked good, and then we made more rule changes, and then the game all, almost turned into touch footy and we're all going, geez, boys, let's bring it back. We finally reel it back in, and then we make another rule change Getting into the new year, it's like did it need to happen? I don't. I just
4: was anyone calling out for this to happen? There's nothing better than aside, you know, putting four repeat, set, repeat sets in a row because they've controlled the ball that whole time. They've, you know. They've stayed patient. They haven't gone for a big crossfield kick or a big long cutout ball. They've, they've gone in, they've grabbed him behind the line, got that repeat set. They go, We'll build pressure, we'll build pressure. Even if we don't score, we will tie you out. Such a big part of the game. And then on the flip side of that, as you said, Kempi, there's, there's nothing better than watching a team defend four sets on their line in a row and going, They are so resilient. That is so impressive. Uh, and going, All right, team's going, right. if we can go three, four sets in a row, they will break because we know they're not good enough to hold it. All these important things, and now we're going to to see with the short dropouts, the ball turned over very quickly, and it said it's still going to play a big part in our game. There's still going to be a lot of kicking behind the line for <laughs> repeat sets, but there's no doubt that it has devalued that skill in our game massively. And also, I don't find short dropouts exciting, even when my
2: team's the beneficiary and, and gets the ball back. I'm not sitting there going, "Whoa, how good was that?" It's messy. It always looks like the ball's bouncing everywhere, bodies are flying everywhere. What I do find exciting is you're in your second set, and Paddy Carrigan's just made an incredible cover tackle, chop some bloke just before he hit the line, and you're going, "Holy shit! What a what a play! What a move!" Like, yes, we are still going to get that. I'm not pretending like that's not going to happen, but are we going to get four, five, and six sets on our line anymore? Probably not. Like, it'll, it'll, like, <clears throat> let's say we do, they get two sets eventually they're going to land that short kick that they get the ball back. Like eventually, and I I highly doubt they're going to have four or five attempts at that short kick off and not get the ball back at one, one point. So basically you're almost guaranteeing yourself that we're never going to see, not never, but most likely not going to see a lot, if you know very minimal amount of repeat sets. It might be two, by the third one they're going to nail that short kick off and get it back, which is just, it's a
3: part of the game that I love watching. And I hate all the rules currently are they're against short-kicking games. Like, I personally think if you kick the ball dead from five metres out trying to force a repeat set, a seven-tackle set, I think that punishment is too harsh on our game. And you're already seeing halves that are easing away from doing that. Like, I always think back to that 2013 um, grand final where Michael Jennings scored that unbelievable try where James is trying to get it as close to the dead ball line as he could. That seven tackle punishment wasn't there, and how exciting that was, and how good that moment was. And James Maloney had the balls to do that in that moment. But now you've got guys like halves aren't willing to do it, they're not willing to take the risk. And now they're like, Fuck, even if I do get it exactly right, I probably get punished anyway. Yeah, we probably lose the ball.
2: Yeah, it's um, look, it's not like the end of the world, I'm sure we all agree. Like, it's not like, ah, footy's dying or whatever. But and some people say, Oh, well, you know, um, you know, people had the problem with the six again. Rule. I actually liked the six again rule when it first came in because, and there's a difference. <clears throat> there's not a single person that's what's rugby, watches rugby league or they might be single, but barely anyone watches rugby league and enjoys the wrestle. Like no one sits there and goes, Oh man, he held him down for an extra two and a half seconds. How good was that? <laughs> so that rule change was trying to attack that, the wrestling the game, this rule change. I, there was not a single person that was going, you know what? I hate it when, def- when teams defend their line. You know, three or four or five times in a row. Or I hate it when Nathan Cleary has the ball on an absolute string and is just getting repeat, repeat, repeat. Like the, the tension is building. Every single repeat set, the tension builds and builds and builds and builds. And then once the, the the gridlock is kind of open, whether it's the defending gets the ball back, all the boys are up and about, or they score the try and everyone's up and about. I just the only thing that I can think of is is that the the kick kickoff return has played a far more significant role in this decision than we give it credit for. That's the only reason I could see why this, because I have never seen a comment over the last four or five years saying, man, I wish dropouts would get sorted.
4: Never. Imagine seeing like someone like one of the best short kicks in a game, Adam Reynolds do, a short dropout, it goes 11 metres, it goes 20 metres in the air, it's just brilliant. Uh, the Broncos don't get the ball back from it, and the other team are attacking 10 metres out, and are like, all right, that's it. Goes out the other end five minutes later and a lesser kicker hits it. They shank it off the side of their foot. It Goes out by 10 metres or it goes backwards, whatever it might be. And it's like it's the same result. Yeah. You would be sitting there going, like, how is this a thing? Yeah, it's
2: I, – I felt like what's so frustrating is, is that we'd gotten the game in such an incredible spot. And I, I don't think that this was going to make the game not incredible, but it was like, just leave it. Just leave it. It's, it's incredible right now.
4: You're almost rewarded. <laughs> for screwing it up because then you as Guru you're said, like they're attacking 10 metres out, not a bad place to defend from. You're set, you're moving off line speed, off the play of the mm. ball or the tap, whatever it is, you're seriously rewarded. Well, I mean, it dep-
2: depending on like how quickly, maybe the ball boys will be teed up to be ready to go to yeah. put the ball in. But let's say they aren't. What's to stop someone going, I'm going to belt the hell out of this ball and give my team 40 seconds rest. 100%. Absolutely jam the next bloke that takes this hit up.
3: Imagine if it's at the back end of the game and, you know, you're up by two points. A minute or so left, you can wait your 40 seconds, kick the shit out of it, put it out of the grandstand. Yeah. Then they have to have a play the ball from directly in front with your entire set. Like,
4: Fully it's rested. just, yeah. And you it, only It's going to happen.
2: You Like, these, these guys are so fit that you only need guys and girls are so fit, you only need about 40 to 60 seconds to essentially be ready to go, like fully recovered.
4: Thinking entirely out loud here, so it might not work, but, and it'll never happen because Rugby League hates quick taps, but if we're looking at trying to punish it in some way, we say it could be like, all right, if you screw it up and the, um, the attacking side get in position quick enough... They can quick tap, so you're all off your line. They can go at you and essentially turn it into an attacking advance because you've screwed it up. Again, the NRL don't let you do a quick tap off your own 20 meter line, let alone yeah. or your 10 meter line. So they won't do it 10 meters out of line because it will bring up too much uncertainty. But something like that,
3: yeah. or even like if you if you kick it out on a full on a dropout, it doesn't make a huge difference. It probably help a little bit. Maybe if you got to choose where you play the ball in that half. Yeah. From the 10 to 40. So, yeah. If you time. wanted to, at least you could, you know, you could take your first play of the ball on the 40 metre line, which will sound bizarre to people, but you want to get the defence on the back foot. Mm. That's where you can sort of – okay, it's it's hard to score when you're on the trial line because you, like, you have to get so deep and there's there's a lot that goes into it.
2: Yeah. It's uh, – yeah, well, look, yeah, teams like defending on their line more than, yeah. you know, because as you just said, if you start the your set on the 30 metre line, you've got two or three tackles to get a quick play of the ball. To therefore go at them, whereas on your line, very rarely, unless obviously you get a quick play of the ball. But if I've got two or three meters to get back, even if you get a quick play of the ball, if I'm on, you know, engaged in the game, I'll be able to get back and bounce back. Whereas if I'm in the middle of the field, I'm screwed. Like I'm yeah. sprinting
3: back. Yeah. And if you, I, I was talking to mm-hmm. a um, referee on the weekend, and they said to me, if you actually watch sets of six that are within the ten meter, well, like the way that referees sort of. Dictate to some extent what's going on in the tacklers. You know, the, the timing sort of works out that all you guys get back on side. You have one or two seconds, then you sort of go. Whereas on the try line, all the guys are already set. Yeah. So it's sort of like sets of six on your try line tend to go for a little bit longer because these guys are smart enough to hold up for an extra second or so. Yeah. Then go to ground and so it just it like sets of six from ten meters out are completely different to forty meters out. Yeah, it all
4: changes. Yeah. The other one, they said like, oh, you know. They always run rule changes by you know important personnel in the game, the players, the coaches, and that. I'm really, and they said, "Oh, you know, it was well received in the statement." I find it hard to believe that it was really well received by all the the players involved and coaching staff.
2: Yeah, unless they're all just Might thinking about like, unless they're all just thinking about, oh, mad, like we won't have to defend our line, like because yeah. it's like repeat sets are the hardest physical thing. So maybe they're going, how good we'll be yeah. able to, but. Yeah then you're not thinking about, well, you're we going to have to do that when you're attacking.
3: Wouldn't it have been great, like, round 27 of 2023, there was two games that featured teams that were completely out of the top eight. Um, there was the Broncos in Melbourne game that rested all their players and had no real outcome on the result. Great to see it implemented in some of those to have a look at. Yeah. Maybe not the Melbourne-Brisbane game, but definitely the other two, yeah. like... Like I look at the Manly Seagulls and only from like a super coach point, we remember. But over the last three weeks of the season, they played three teams that were out of the top eight. Mm. Would have been great to test it in that yeah, little period yeah. there.
4: But even like New carp, Wales Cup, Q Cup, yep. trials, anything that's not NRL off the bat. in the NRL, for yeah.
2: That. Um. So yeah, look. Would love to hear you guys' thoughts in the comments. Let us know. Do you love the rule change? Do you think it's going to make it more exciting? Are we going to see all these new tactics used? And every single dropout now becomes a contest. So you're sitting there going, "Oh wow!"
3: Like look at this new way they're doing it or, or whatever. I was just thinking as well, if you happen to be in Las Vegas in a field that's also five metres thinner, oh. brace yourself, you'll be catching balls in the oh my God. first and second row. Um, yeah, so,
2: look, I, I will say this though, the game is in such a good position, maybe we just have to give them a little bit of trust Yep. that eventually, whether this is the right call or the wrong call, they'll eventually steer the ship in the right direction that we hope it is because... Although when the six again rule came in, I loved it, but then I thought they went way too far with it. They reined it back in, and I feel like we've found a really good balance. So we have to trust that the NRL will – history would suggest they'll find the good
3: balance, at least this administration. Yeah, and I think that there there will be positives that come out of this. I think there will be entertaining positives that come out of it. Uh, So there are things that I'm looking forward to watching, but just as a whole I'm not convinced on it. Like we had arguably the greatest grand final of all time. When you see that, that
2: product – be delivered you go don't touch it baby don't yeah, touch yeah. it and then you come in and you go oh we're going to actually touch up every single restart in the game is now changed oh,
3: it's actually it's weird like trying to find stats as far as how many forced dropouts team had throughout the year it's actually weirdly hard to find but i, I would say based on what i looked at that each team averaged about two force dropouts per game throughout the year penrith in the last two weeks had seven if that doesn't just show you what finals footy should be about. And that's what I
2: want it to be I wonder, about. I wonder how this will impact Henrith going forward because yeah. their game is built on building pressure. Um, you know, will a team like, you know, with all jokes aside, will a team like the Broncos that just loves to attack, 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 go mad? Like, we, we'll we'll score 40 points and let you score 22 points,
4: mm. but
2: we don't have to deal with the pressure that you build. We're, we're, it's almost catered to what we do. Yep. Uh, that is good. I mean, but you know, like Penrith are such good operators. I'm sure that, you know, by around three or four them in the storm, they'll have the best systems for it
4: possibly. I'd love to hear the thoughts of someone like Nathan Cleary or Adam Reynolds on this.
2: Mm, yeah, to see whether they're like nuts, nah, mad, yeah. or going, oh, this is actually a part of my game that I've been yeah. l- literally working on my entire career.
4: Well, I
3: feel like Adam Reynolds kind of has been working on this his entire career. Like, pe- people bag him for what happened in the grand final because he kicked out on the full and whatnot, but he did that because he's been practicing that sort of shit for years.
2: And yeah. I think in Reynolds' defence, although I do believe in that last 20, there was uh, there was quite a few of the the Bronx boys that should have made decisions that were a bit more conservative. Mm. But in their defence, their whole season had been that's attack, attack, are. attack. Exactly like, right. We are going to go at you from everywhere. So to expect them just to roll into a grand final and go, oh, we're going to start playing conservative, it's like that's not what got them to the dance. Even with all that being said, I do think when they're up by 18 points um, – they should have gone, boys, kick. This is not a normal game. Yes, we got here using these tactics. This is a grand
3: final. Yep. 20 minutes, we're kicking corners, and we're just belting them. That's it. No spreading of the bo- – anyway, that's done and dusted. It's also like, <laughs> it's also what the Brisbane Broncos have been built on. It's what made you famous for so long that you were the best attacking side out there. Yeah, well, just a, a, yeah. Just like that That pleasure to
2: watch. Yep. Like Steve Renoff from the back of his own fields running 80 metres. Like everyone remembers those iconic uh, images. So, Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm not thinking that like oh this is the end of rugby league at all. It's just I just wish that we go okay. We're in such a good spot. Let's just head into 24. Like, like
3: this. if you're playing Penrith Week One for example, what? How do you approach this? Do you like I, I don't want to give Nathan Cleary any short dropouts. I know he'll make me pay for it. But fuck, do I want to just keep handing the ball over to them a meter out? I know I can't stop you coming out of your own end. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it does yeah. work with those top sides. Yeah, like uh, the way I see
2: this is that this is an, a way because the only way you beat Penrith is they don't have the ball. If they have the ball, they're going to beat you most likely. So you've got to go short because you've got a chance of getting the ball back and they don't have it. Yeah. That, that's that's the I guess yeah, that's the only way I'd see that most clubs will look at it, but you know every club will have a kind of different tactic. But I am interested to see how much it impacts Penrith because yeah. they're such a pressure side. Sometimes you watch Penrith and you go, man, these guys actually aren't that like all the, all the hype around them, it's it's a bit much for when you watch them play because they're very structured. But by the seventieth minute you're going, holy shit, they're ahead by, you know, twenty or sixteen. Yeah. Like how the hell did that happen? They're not setting the world alight with crazy, you know, ball play. You know, the ball is really good, but you know what I'm saying? The set pieces aren't like blowing your mind. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. To It'll see be how to it will be
3: good to see like week one, the tactics that coaches come out with and just how it changes over. Yeah. Like, just see who it works for early and who – because, it like, it, it's a copycat league. It always has been. Yeah. Whoever it works for, everyone will follow the same process. Yeah. yeah, Keen to watch how it all
4: adapts and everything. And like they've said, the idea is to create more contests and if they, do they use the word, like, excitement and all that around contests? Oh. The so idea is entertainment though, right? And contests in the air?
2: Base, like, basically. Yeah.
4: But you're going to see less attacking sets attacking the try line and a lot more coming out off your own end.
3: I cannot wait to see after a long stint out of the game and this change, what Des Hasler comes in with.
1: Yeah, that's going to be be cool. Could be anything.
2: Genuinely could be anything.
1: I can't wait to see uh, if this rule change gives the Panthers the edge they finally need to beat the Tigers in Bathurst. (laughs) Um, Can't wait for that one, May 8th, so... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe they changed it because the Tigers are so dominant in Bathurst. Yeah. And they had more pizza. Unbeatable, the regional New South Wales specialist. What can we do to even it up a little bit? Maybe that was the uh, the catalyst. Anyway, they watched watch that it. rainy game, which is usually a grindy game. Yeah. We'll but, wait and see.
2: Okay, we'll see. Appy Coruscant, he's quite crafty around he is. there. He is. He's literally
1: seen or <laughs> swim out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>